podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you are deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you so so, 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 so very much. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Y'all, and I say this with the depths of the the deepest parts of my soul. Have y'all just ever had that one person or two people or group of people that get under your skin and make you go, oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> that's exactly where we're going today. Like, it doesn't even have to be that level of, oh, it could be, oh, 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 oh. Now, I know you don't want me to do that again. So, yes, that's where we're going today. So, if you're joining me for the first time, thank you. I usually don't start us out in that fashion, in that form or in that fashion, because I don't believe in starting our day off with any sort of negative energy, negative vibes, negative nothing. However, in order to be real with where you want to go, you have to be real with where you are right now. And for me, that is addressing what's what's present. Like these things plague folks. Sometimes they stop you from sleeping. They stop you from eating well. They stop you from doing a lot of things. So let's talk about it. Shall we? Uh, who are those people for you or a person? Are you cool enough? I I see you. You cool. All right, cool. Keep it that way. But listen in, maybe somebody else around you could use this. So, um, while you're going to find that person, let's go ahead and get ourselves grounded first. And I feel like the best way to do that is get some, that's right, for the culture trivia going on. All right, y'all get locked in, ready, and let's go. True, false, Willie T. Ribs is the first African-American man to have tested a Formula One car and to compete in the Indy 500. Which country is the furthest south? Is it America, Canada, or Mexico? Who was most recently named and the first African-American woman appointed to the Supreme Court? Meteorology is the study of what? True, false. The Pacific Ocean is the largest ocean in the world. All right, did you get them locked in? You get loaded? Awesome. I knew you could do it. I wasn't shaking it. I wasn't even tripping. All right. How'd you do? All right, let's go over these. True or false, Willie T. Ribs is the first African-American man to have tested a Formula One car and to compete in the Indy 500. That is true. Do you want to know when he did it? It was like, it was like 1980s, uh, like 1985, 1991, and 1993. Yeah, he's... 68 years old now. True true facts. True facts. All right. Which country is the furthest south? Is it America, Canada, or Mexico? If you answer Mexico, you're in the right space. Who was most recently named and the first African-American woman appointed to the Supreme Court 
if you answered Katanji Brown Jackson, you'd be correct. Awesome. And then true or false, the Pacific Ocean is the largest ocean in the world. If you answered true, you'd be correct for that. So how'd you do? Did you do good? Got those names a little bit tripped up? I know I did. I was like, wait, the what the who? No, I I did pretty, I would have done pretty well. I would not have known the Willie T. Ribs. I would have thought the name was made up. Sure would have. <laughs> so I'm learning something over here too. All right, good people. There we go. I'm glad that was available for you today. And um, I had asked a question a little bit earlier about people or one person just getting under your skin. And I know that some of you are just like fairy dust and magic and don't let people get under your skin, but I'd be straight lying if I said that no one holds that power, oh, holds that power with me, not over me, but sometimes people do get the upper hand. They get that strength. They strong arm you real quick. It's like, bam, you don't even know where that came from. Yeah. Like that. Um, now, good people, if you're joining me for the first time, whether you've had a conversation with me or someone directed you this way, thank you so much for joining. You know, from the bottom of my heart, the Midweek Muscle is preparing for its seventh season, its seven-year anniversary. And, you know, I've gone up and down and back and forth between, uh, rather, season six is the last season, so we should bid the part and bid the farewell, or if I should just keep it kicking and kick the can for one more year and see what we can do. Um, so as those decisions are being made, I just thank you for still being invited into this space. We've built up a really strong community here. You know, week over week, we're consistently filling up three to four to five classrooms. If those classrooms are uh, equally sized, you know, anywhere from 25 to 40 or 50 plus people. So listenership is there. Um, activity is there. And guess what? It would not be there without people like you. So I thank you for just your constituency. And I thank you for being loyal and, and really, um, digging into something like this. This was a passion project that kind of grew into something bigger. And my goodness, do I love finding time to meet with you guys every week? Absolutely. Do I feel like sometimes I'm not giving you the best of myself? Absolutely. Um, and so again, I think you deserve all of that and more. And so I question whether I'm the one to bring that to you. So if you have love or if you have some ideas or feedback for the midweek muscle, please send them my way. You can hit me up on all socials at the midweek muscle. Uh, only on Twitter, it's just at Midweek Muscle or Jay-Z at themidweekmuscle.com. So that way I can feel the love, see that you're out there, know that you're thinking about it and can make adjustments accordingly. That is all welcome. Thank you. Um, but you know, uh, as we get into today's episode, I just want you to know that this platform was built and created to help add peaceful and positive perspective to whatever that thing is, that's holding you back or maybe even holding you up. And sometimes people's ego <laughs> is the thing that holds you back or holds you up. Sometimes people like not working on their own personal healing journey is what can hold you back and hold you up. Um, and sometimes it's just a lack of mindfulness that can hold you back and hold you up. However, I said, hold you back and hold you up. That doesn't mean that you cannot surpass it or get around it or get over it. And so that's what these episodes are built for just adding a dose of perspective 
Because if we can change the way that we see some things, we can change the way that we approach it for sure. We can see something different out of it. We can gain something different out of it. If I had a a meme that represented what this podcast is, I would like figure it out. I like, listen, I'm getting ready to post it because I think it made its way into my atmosphere just this weekend. So yes, I definitely, definitely want to share that out with you guys because I think it's so dope. However, thank you for joining this community here. You're welcome anytime. You're welcome here now. Let's, let's get going on the episode. So, um, listen, I, I, I like, it's okay if there's someone in your arena, um, that gets under your skin. I think that's an okay thing. Why? Because it at least, it, on one front, it, it at least cues your body up to help you identify where you're experiencing discomfort. Like if you see that person and you're instantly disgusted or irritated, that's what I'm talking about. Like that is like the, ugh. Because there's something that's happening there. There's something that's happening within you to make you feel that way. I'm going to get to that in just a second. Whether you're working a nine to five or a one to 10 or a a seven to five, (laughs) 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. Or you're working that part-time five to nine with hopes of one day turning it into a nine to five. But let's be real, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, that becomes nine to nine because working for yourself is a beast. Um, You know, like even in that entrepreneurship, you ain't working no eight hours. But that's another story for another day. Hair flip, okay. (laughs) Anyway, I have a few tips for you, right? Because again, when you see that person or you see that group of people and you have that, like something's happening. Something. So let's talk about it. Um, I have a few tips for that, not to mention the other few ideas that I have in store uh, for you for this week. So the first tip is if you see that group of people or you see that person and they're making you go, oh, well, keep calm. The first tip I have is keep calm and stay in your lane. Okay, when people get under your skin, good people, they either know what they are doing and don't care. Or they don't know at all. So they must be made aware. I didn't intend for that to rhyme. It just hit me. So, okay, not being cheesy. But by keeping calm, especially when you have to have conversations with that person or these particular people, the keep calm and stay in your lane can really be effective. Why? By managing your tone, keeping your verbiage simple and staying within the role of your assignment, it keeps things clear. Sometimes people are bothered by other people because they feel like they're not doing enough or they're doing too much. By managing your tone, you can maintain a calm disposition and keep a problem-solving conversation productive. Uh, by keeping it simple, you can speak for yourself and only of your experiences and observations. And you can do so by being accountable to your work 
and your work only, the work that you've been assigned to do, the work that is expected of you. And that's what I mean by stay in your lane. Like if you can be accountable to your work and everything that you are doing, you no longer have to account for why so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so didn't do what they were supposed to do. Right? Or if you stay in your lane, you don't have to worry about others getting your words twisted or misleading them because you were outside of the guardrails of your assignment. By staying in your lane and staying within the guardrails of your assignment, it gives you both mastery and power. You're considered the expert over your work, good people. Which brings me to my next point, document. Okay, who likes a document? Who likes the paperwork? No one until you need it. So the best form of documentation that you have available to you at your fingertips is email. Solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, listen up. You may not have a CRM database tool because you're just getting started. I tell you one database tool that is your best friend, emails. Why? Because emails have timestamps, excuse me, dates of context, content, and context clues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you believe that you are in a situation where someone is actively harassing you or using demeaning or disruptive behaviors to try to get you to quit or tap out or do something out of your character so that you get fired, documentation becomes your friend. And while it may seem tedious and menial at first, over time, what ends up happening is you begin to build what you may or may not know is you begin to build a case. If you work in a small organization and you feel like none of that will hold, that's okay. Still document concrete examples, give concrete examples and scenarios and, and write them to yourself via email and repeat back in simple language. If you're, let's say, responding to someone's message. So let's say you're like, I'm not going to email this to myself. Well, you can take the email that was sent to you with the condescending tone, with all the context clues and all the other stuff with the demeaning language, et cetera. You can respond back and saying things like, so if I'm understanding you correctly, and repeat back what you heard. Or please correct any misstatements or misunderstandings I may have. So that gives other people the opportunity to either say, no, that's not what I meant, or yes, exactly, right? Because as you exit, whether you work for a large entity or a small entity, or you're just simply working with another business owner, as you exit, If you feel like your case isn't strong enough for you to make it on your own, get a lawyer on it because they can take that on for you. Okay. Another point that I have, if someone, like if you look at a person or a group of people and they make it go, another point that I have is gain perspective. This is a hard one. Why? Because you're asking to invite someone into your situation, which might mean that you're expressing some vulnerabilities. 
sometimes good people though, if I'm keeping it all real, we are guided by how we feel. And the realness of that is simply whatever this feeling is, tells us very little facts about a whole situation. Feelings tell us what we feel. That's great. That's an amazing thing. However, and, and they're valid too. Let me be real by saying that. Like your feelings are valid. They tell you that something's happening within you. However, I want you to keep in mind that no one, and I mean no one, has the power to give you your feelings. Therefore, it is better, like your feelings are an internal job. I don't know if you've heard that before. And I know that's a big statement. Yes, your feel, no one can drop that feeling in you. That is something that you generate as a result of something that has happened to you in the past. And this reminds you of it. Yeah. Yeah. Big statement, right? Yeah. However, like it is better to gain perspective from someone that is not in the middle of that situation. So they can add value by way of maybe uh, offering suggestions or methods for you to try. Or they can just say like, hey, sis, hey, bro, you're looking into this way too deep. By gaining perspective, we can gain wisdom, especially as it relates to how we feel And helping to see the bigger picture if we're caught up in the details or by helping to see the details if our heads are in the clouds because no one's perfect. Last thought I have around this, and I hope you find this one empowering um, and and I, I hope you receive it that way too. And it's just this, you are an expert. You really are. Like whether you work for someone or you work for yourself, You have been given a job because someone identified you as the right candidate. Even if that person at one point in time was you nominating yourself. You've been given your job because you have shared experiences or details that align with the role you have at hand. Yes, there's learning that you have to do in that role, but you have experiences and details that support the role that you currently have. You have been given the job because you have demonstrated at some point that you can take on the myriad of tasks associated with this job to some degree. So own it. It can feel sometimes like someone is trying to strip you away from that power. And many times people succeed of stripping you away from the power of expert in your role. How or why? How does that happen? Why? Anger. Simple answer, anger. If you can acknowledge that your anger exists because it is coming from some place, meaning um, I feel uncared for, I feel undervalued, I feel misunderstood, I feel misrepresented, all of those things are valid. I want to honor you in that acknowledgement and say that I know that these things happen, like sometimes things happen to you and it's just not fair. 
That's correct. But ways in which you can gain your strength back and gain total control or at least total mindfulness of the power that you do possess is by leveling up in the areas where you can, where you've been given governance, where you've been given authority, and where you've been given restrictions. Don't overextend where you haven't been given authority. That only leads to burnout. Because if things hit the fan and you have a peer or a boss or another company that you're working with that you feel that that you feel undervalued in front of anything anyways, when things hit the fan, they will likely sit back and do something like this. Well, no one asked for you to take that extra work on. You did that on your own. Nothing grind, grinds my gears worse. No one asked you to do that. You did that on your own. Ugh. Right? If you have a mindful supervisor or boss or another company or organization that you're working with, they will acknowledge that you have done that and give you credit for where you were attempting to go and redirect you if need be. However, we know, again, everyone's not perfect and not everybody does business that way. So it can be hard to stay in your lane, especially when you know that you can be impactful in other areas. However, good people, you are an expert of what you've been given, given governance over, right? And I just want to encourage you that in order for you, you can only gain mastery in your area if you spend time there. Maybe you're like, well, I've had a lot of time here. Well, what else is there for you to learn here, right? If you really, like, you can gain mastery if you really try to do your best in the role that you've been given. And maximize in the role that you've been given and really own what happens within that role you've been given. Study, research, find out other people who are doing it the same, if not better. Because if not, then you're overextending somewhere else. And that is where misunderstandings happen. Hold up. Jay-Z, are you on the side of the person who gets under your skin? No, you know I'm not. Like, good people, I am on the side of you being able to claim ownership of what you have been given and for you to maximize opportunities from where you are now and to pass it off so that people can begin to maximize in their area of ownership from your opportunity. And I know that may sound a little bit whimsical and crazy, or maybe even weird in some regards. But I want you to know, good people, that I do, in fact, have your back. I wouldn't tell you anything that I wouldn't currently do uh, because, in fact, that's my situation at hand as we speak. I always kind of go in, like, if I'm having, if I'm having this kind of conflict, I always kind of go into a situation where it's like, ugh, not this again. Um, if I go into a situation uneasy like that, when I share in a language that others can understand within my assignment, and I have a really good and true understanding of what that looks like, 
even if I don't, but I have a good and real understanding of everything else, I am now in the driver's seat helping to navigate that difficult conversation instead of using things like, well, well, I don't know, or deflecting or being dismissive, which only adds fuel to the negativity in that conversation. Instead of, I don't know, now I have to stop and ask, or I don't know, now I have to go back and redo something I should have did before I came to the conversation, or I don't know, now we're stuck at being frustrated. Being an expert means I can give up all of the information that's available to me at that time. And if you want to work with me, we can discover and explore together. And I hope this making sense for you, good people. I hope that this can be something that's helpful for you. And even as I talk about it in the perspective of, uh, of a person being an employee, the same is true entrepreneurs for you and solopreneurs for you too, because it's this very reason why you want people to work for you that align with the mission behind what you're doing and the vision behind what you're doing, as opposed to you, just the person. You want people to challenge you to make better on your mission and vision as opposed to just saying yes to you because they like you or fear you. I hope this was helpful this week, good people, because you know I believe that everybody should be given the chance and opportunity to make good on what they've been given. I also encourage you that if you're dissatisfied to go pursue elsewhere. Because where underappreciation exists for one, overappreciation will exist somewhere else. And, you know, sometimes running isn't always the answer, whereas in other cases, it's actually healthier for you. So what's the litmus test? Is it healthy or is it unhealthy? I got you. I got you. You can ask yourself these questions. Is my environment conditional, meaning I have to look or act a certain way to gain the approval of those working around me? Is it disrespectful or controlling? Or is it about status and material things, or is it even sexually charged? If you answer deep down in your gut, yes, to any one of those, then get to documenting and start looking. If it's no, then keep listening. All right. Is the environment unconditional, meaning they accept you for who you are and what you bring to the table? No matter, no matter what your situation is, they just accept you. Is it respectful, equal, and decisions are heard and made amongst both of you, if not all of you? Or is it a multi-layered appreciation of sorts? It's supportive in multiple layers and it's as balanced as it can be. If you answer no to any of those questions, then I charge you with identifying where the no is and start from there. If you answered yes, and you recognize like, uh, where I am is not perfect, but it's a yes to all of these for me, then, okay, I ask you to turn inward on that and identify within you, why is this irritation coming up for you? And if it truly is a healthy working space, then you should be heard respectfully if you bring up that concern, but, and In cases to be mindful, grab a mediator to go with you. So this week, as with other weeks, good people, let's find ourselves in a position to say, I've done all that I can do in the role that I am in with the governance I've been given to do this thing well. Because I believe that. And I hope you do too. Or 
Is it something that I can afford to level up in my own personal self-regulation while I'm expecting that others level up in those same areas for me? These are hard questions, but I think in order to gain your power back from a person that makes you go, Ugh, those are the tips that I have. So, hey, good people, I hope this helps you navigate or think about the people that make you go, Ugh, and get under your skin. I hope it's helpful even if you don't have someone that gets under your skin. I really hope it may be helpful for you or maybe even someone around you in your future. So, hey, do me a favor, share this out to somebody who you think needs it today. and Just tell them, you know, I just thought of you when I heard this. I hope you enjoy. And I hope they can make a few minutes to take some time to listen in. Hey, good people, thank you for the love. Thank you for the enrichment. Thank you for the support. And as always, thank you for everything that you bring here to me. This could not be what it is without you. And I, hey, if you're first time listening, you've reached the end of the episode. I encourage you to go back and take a listen to a few others. Maybe you'll find some of those rewarding and engaging. Um, but until this time next week where we're meeting each other in the same space, let's have a great week. Let's make it a great week. And as always take back your power and let's go.